Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by Sally Knopp and Lorinda Carr. Sally's a multidimensional explorer and energy healer who has blended renowned modalities to create a powerful healing experience for those needing energy healing or for energy healers wanting to easily remove the sometimes hidden blockages to become even more effective. Her approach to healing is igniting the superhuman in you. And she's been on the podcast several times now. You can hear her in episode 77, 117, 119, and 183. And we're also joined by Lorenda, who has joined Sally in a couple of previous episodes here as well. Sally and Lorenda like to team up for some of their work, and we wanted to explore some of the evolution of Sally's work and then how it impacted Lorenda's work as a medium and intuitive. I really love this episode with Sally and Lorenda. They're both such talented women in utilizing their abilities beyond the five senses to assist people. Lorenda and I both share how Sally's worked with our energy and specifically activating etheric strands of DNA. I love hearing about how both of them were learning about DNA activation as it was showing up for them. It's also really interesting to hear them talking about it being a self-regulating process, or at least a higher self-regulating process. That there's something beyond the human control which is ultimately dictating when the time is right for these activations. So I think you'll really get a lot from this episode. I highly encourage you to reach out to Sally and Lorenda and make use of their gifts. They are incredibly sincere souls who are very serious about their mission to assist humanity with their gifts. They may just be holding the key that you need at this point in your journey to move to the next level. So really quickly before we start, a quick word about Viore Shampoo and Conditioner Bars. If you haven't tried shampoo bars yet, check out Viore. The main reason I was personally drawn to Viore is to reduce the amount of plastic I'm personally using. These bars also cut way down on water use and its production. And on top of these ecological boons, Viore is ethically sourced, helping the indigenous women of the Red Yao tribe. But the best part of all is the quality of the bars. They're beautiful, and I love how my hair looks and feels since I've been using them, which has been about a year and a half now. Use code CARA, K-A-R-A, for 10% off. And check out all of the partners of the Meditation Conversation podcast, which you can get to through themeditationconversation.com. And finally, if you love this episode as much as I do, please, please, please send it on to anyone in your life who would also be interested in it. Let us grow this light on the planet by sharing the high vibe content we come across. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. So welcome, both of you. I'm really excited to be here with you today. Thank you, Kara, for having us. Thanks. It's been quite the journey since last we spoke. I know. you. And what's fun is that when we talked last time in episode 183, you had a big up-leveling, and that was kind of what we wanted to explore. Well, just before we started, you were using that analogy of a snowball going down Mount Everest and it just picks up snow because it's just like this continuing evolution, but it's growing exponentially. Kind of like it reminds me too of the Fibonacci sequence, you know, where it's just like the more it goes, the bigger it gets just, you know, so 
Can you please help us to understand a little bit about where you've been taken energetically and through your gifts the last few months? Well, you're absolutely right. Getting into that space of going through the loss of a loved one, a family member, really created huge doubt in should I even be doing this? And all those questions just go with that. And it's like, how do I get beyond this? We've removed everything that we've known to move, like to trapped emotional energies, the limiting belief systems, and et cetera. Yet still we live in this 3D earth space and navigate through the ebbs and flows of life. And in that we, especially us energy people, we still have family members that die beyond our own control, which then ends in all that doubt. What am I doing? And can I get beyond it? It was really settling into that and knowing that my blocks were one, I had to kind of get through my own emotional noise and allow my whole system to reset, allow myself to feel the sadness, the regret, the what ifs, and really sitting with that and understanding it's okay to be there. You know, giving myself permission to be in a place of loss and questioning myself because it's in that moment that I began to say, okay, now what? And asking the question, now what, led me on this whole other thing. When I finally got to my place of going from feeling horrible to bringing myself up to feeling neutral, this is life, this is okay, this is normal. We can't stay in this physical form for eternity. There is a process to life and just understanding that it is the natural ebbs and flows of life for whatever reasons, even when the reasons don't make quite the amount of sense as it should. And so Lorinda and I took a road trip, which was a lot of fun. And she goes into this whole thing that your guys are telling me this. And just, I mean, she just spewed it out. And when she got done, she was like, what am I say? And start to know that's coming from a place of higher, you know, okay, so there's something going on. And it was kind of like that, okay, Sally, it's time to move forward. Are you ready? You should be able to do it this, this, and this, and this way. Okay. So before I was, when I was working with my clients, it was removing one trapped emotional energy out at a time. Combining that with what Dolores Cannon taught us in being a quantum healing hypnosis person, practitioner. So I began to marry what Dr. Bradley Nelson taught us in removing trapped emotional energy through the emotion code and understanding and applying what Dolores Cannon taught us in the language of the universe or the universal mind or the subconscious mind, however you want to play that out whatever belief system you have. So it's tapping into that universal mind that we all have access to, even though we may not know we do. And so when she began to say that, I began to hit the ding, 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 
Meanwhile, she's sitting there very confused, driving on our destination to our trip. What did I just say? What does this mean? You'll uh-huh. <laughs> figure it out. And we just had the best time with that. And and so I did. I sat with it. And so and I'm, I know this is meditation conversation. I'm not a big meditator, or so I think. But I do kind of go into that space twice a day as I'm going to sleep at night, as I'm waking up. Because that's where Dolores Cannon taught us that that's where the greatest communication goes on with the subconscious mind is in that natural process of falling asleep and waking up and being in the lower alpha high theta states and knowing that communication can take place both directions, right? And so then I began to say, okay, I need to have this download of information. What does this mean? And when I woke up, it's you've got to activate the DNA strands. And I'm like, whoa, is that possible? What are we talking about? And so I had this myriad of questions. What is this? What are you talking about? And then I began to test it out. So we have two strands of DNA that are activated, but we have more strands of DNA, what scientists call junk DNA. And for whatever reason, it's giving me this knowledge now that we can activate up to the sixth strand of DNA. Now, for whatever reason, there seems to be the universal stop sign. The children, you you don't need the matches yet. We're not going to go into activating strand seven because apparently we must not be ready or there's more information for me yet to discover. I don't know. But I haven't found with anybody is yet ready for activation DNA strand seven and upward from there. So when I began to ask that question, what does this mean? So the DNA strands, from my perspective, from my understanding, from the download that Lorinda triggered for me to do, I wouldn't have got there had it not been for her triggering me. She, my understanding is what seems to be consistent is that the DNA strand three is for clarity. DNA strand four is for more psychic abilities. DNA strand five is interdimensional communication and DNA strand six is for telekinesis. Now, when I say this, it is almost like we can activate these strands, but now that you've activated, it's like I I brought my clients into the gym and I turned on the lights and say your DNA strands, which seem to be like antenna. I mean, I think there's more than one function to the DNA strand, but part of that is acting as an antenna. So now we've gone in, we've turned on the power, and now it's up to the client to now begin to exercise, recognize their first, their clarity, understanding what clarity feels like, how to separate that out from the mind noise that we get, that monkey mind that chirps in and says, Oh, well, you know what, Kara, did you really think about this? And separating that out from the intuit, like the subconscious mind is saying, yeah, let's do this. And so it's beginning to understand in that clarity, is it coming from the subconscious mind? Is it coming from the monkey mind, the noise? And so as we began to process through that, Lorinda was the first person who brought it to my attention because once once I figured this part out, my first t- text message is, holy cow, call me. 
And she was like, you got that from her or you sent that to her? Okay, Lorinda said. I sent Lorinda, once I got this understanding of the DNA, this download of information that I needed to try that came because she gave me this particular message, I said, you've got to call me. And so we had this like hour long conversation because she and I just get so crazy in the conversations. We don't know that time passes to the point where we it's like, oh my gosh, I have to be somewhere. I need to go. But it did start the journey. So I said, may I go ahead and activate the DNA strands? And so I did. And but we had doing that. Sorry, Sally, just to clarify, because I know my understanding with your work, you do that kind of maybe telepathically. It's not because you talked about the language earlier and how you know that you're connecting with the higher consciousness or the subconscious, as Dolores calls it, through the language. But I believe you're working kind of more, you're not working directly in that way like you do with quantum healing hypnosis technique. Am I it's correct? Not your, it's not, di- it's really not that different. It really isn't. And that could be a whole other show for all of the program. So but were you in working short, with Lor- Okay. It, it's dialing in to your frequency and to everybody has their own frequency signature and mm-hmm. dialing in through attention and intention. And once you develop your skills highly enough, it becomes very easy to tap into somebody else. It's basically like opening up Kara Goodwin's tab and go ahead and clearing all the noise going on in her and then making sure when I'm done, I disconnect. Otherwise, I have too many tabs going on. I feel like I'm being very energetically drained, Mm -hmm. if you will. But I turned on her DNA. What was so interesting when I did turn on her DNA, it took a little time. So we had to go back and revisit some of the energy clearing that I had done previous by doing the older methods of which part of that download was you need to get quicker in how you do it. And we're going to show you how when you're ready. And indeed they did, the other side, the guides, the infinite mind, if you will. They did, they showed me. And so it's going in, tapping into your higher self, clearing the source of all the negative energy baggage and things that are going on to kind of get you to a place of neutral so that we can have the dialogue, how to move you forward because you are responsible, you, the vernacular you, is responsible for what is it you're feeding your mind. Because if you continue to feed your mind, I can't, in all these limiting beliefs, you've just stopped yourself. And you've stopped yourself in the quantum field. So again, that's more for later, and we can deep dive into that at some point. But just for time constraints, once I activated, got her cleaned up more energetically, and then we got herself turned on, and tuned in and activated in those additional DNA strands, they began to pop on as she needed. So clarity did come first. And she, you know, she's a psychic medium, so she was already highly developed in her psychic ability and interdimensional communications. But when we turned on that next DNA four, DNA strand four, something else popped, DNA strand, and it popped on 
like it was like somebody was going through and turning on switches. Mm. You know, there'd be different time frames between clarity and psychic abilities and interdimensional communication to the point where dimensional communication popped on and she was in the process of doing what she does. She was just absolutely gobsmacked at what was happening with her. And then it became like, this is really what's happening with me. And this is why I asked her to join us today because I think her journey really highlights how important it is, one, to get ourselves cleansed to the point we can at least get ourselves to neutral, understand the dialogue we put in our heads in order to ignite the superhuman in all of us, and then what can take place when we do that. And that's why I asked Lorenda to join us today. Yeah, thank you for that kind of foundation setting. And I would love to hear from you, Lorenda, about what that was like for you on your side. So like Sally said, this has been a long journey. This has been not just like one or two, you know, like one or two times and this just happened overnight. Sally's been working on me for a while. We would go into, she'd put me in Theta State and then we would do work for other people interdimensionally. But then we'd always ask, we do the science experiment. That's what I call it. Things that I have no clue what in the world she's talking about. <laughs> when I was in that state, the first time I ever heard anything about, and she does this to me, so that way I don't have time to think about it or research it, which is fair. She'll say, she'll say things while I'm in that theta state to ask for clarification on things. And that's where my first memory of talking about the DNA and activation. And I remember my conscious mind going, what in the world is she talking DNA. Oh, now what are we doing? I mean, my yeah. conscious mind is like, it's not that deep, Sally. But then my out of my mouth is, yes, Sally, you are correct. And if you do, da, 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 da. <laughs> I, I mean, it was just it, from my perspective as a medium and being just in that theta state and doing the work that we do, for me to hear both sides of my being like myself, my ego self and my higher self having this conversation, you know, like just interacting in this conversation was just wild beyond anything. And then I remember her the very first time she was, she had been working on me. She's constantly working on me. She said, Hey, I got a new idea. Can I pledge you? Absolutely. Go right ahead. And I always follow up with, this is what happened in my next reading. You're not going to believe this. Are you sitting down? And, but I re remember specifically with the DNA, the very first DNA activation where my conscious mind thinks she's crazy, not crazy, but like, I don't know where she's going with this. I felt it. And I could hear my team, my spirit guide saying, hang in there. Just let this happen. You got to, you have to let it happen. And so I'm being overwhelmed with information at the same time being told to step back and let this process happen. So I feel it like in, the, they showed me my team and my higher self showed me exactly where this was stored exactly where it was going to be. And she's talking about, I don't even know what number she's saying at this point. Like at DNA4, I was completely confused consciously what was going on, but my team had, a, had it all under control. I felt it. I felt a shift in my physical body. And then when she said, now what about the other strands? My higher self said, nope, she's not ready. We have to vibrationally align her for every upgrade for every thing that is done throughout this time and we won't allow it to happen until she's ready but also there was things that sally still needed to learn 
in that process of how to effectively do it. So it was a really a lesson, different journeys, different paths, but lessons for both of us on this and understanding. For me, it was just understanding what in the world she's talking about. And then just being mindful of, okay, well, I guess this is happening. Let's pay attention to how it's going to work. And so she just over time, every time we would meet to do the theta level with me, we'd ask a little bit more. To take it a step further, what I also am a QHHC practitioner and with a client, I had asked, I said, when I have you under, do you mind if I ask a woo-woo question? <laughs> and they're like, absolutely. It was, a, it was someone else that, that knew me and trusted me. And I was like, okay. And when I, she was deep enough in that theta level, I said, talk to me about this DNA stuff. Talk to me about it because I'm confused. And I was like, first of all, is it legitimate? Absolutely. She's, this is someone who does not do what we do in any way, shape or form. And a lot of what I had said to Sally and Theta, she was saying to me. No kidding. Oh, that's no kidding. powerful. So that was, that's where I was like, all right. I'm on this train. Let's do this. And it just made such a big difference because and I was also allowing this to happen, not just subconsciously, but consciously. And so I started feeling physical effects. I started feeling it in my mediumship, in my ability to ask the questions when I'm doing quantum healing with a client. The interdimensional aspect started coming in with reading. So the fact that I could see what's I still do as an as a medium, practicing medium. I will always do development. We are always developing, always growing. I'm a mentor. However, during this time, I had not really had any contact with my mentor. I had not been taking classes. So for me, I was at a true test of: Is this really what Sally's doing, or is this because I'm doing the work and leveling up? Because I'm always about mundane before magical. How's this really working? And every corner, every quarter I turned, it was like, well, there it is right in my face. I guess this is happening. And I could see, and I would call her and be like, you're not going to believe this. Mm -hmm. You're just not going to believe it. And the day that I had told, not me, I'm driving, Mm -hmm. like she was talking about that time. And all of a sudden I'm channeling. And at one point I stopped and I said, I, this is not me. I don't know what I'm saying, but (laughs) apparently this is what has to be said. And it was a good it was what, 30 minutes of me just babbling on about things I had no idea what I was talking about while driving. Wow. That's amazing. And I love what you're talking about in terms of the timing of it happening when you're not actually actively pursuing your development. And and one thing that just comes to mind when you say that is the and versus the or, because I've been like that for a lot of my journey too, where I'm like, well, is it this or is it this? And we can get caught in that, but it's everything, right? I mean, it is everything. So I've had my own experiences with Sally where she's also contacted me like, hey, some, you know, things have come up that I didn't know about before and they've come online and can I do some stuff with you? Do I have your permission? I'm like, yes, please do. And, you know, in a similar vein, like I'm always up to stuff, (laughs) you know, I'm I have a very strong meditation practice. I am, I mean, the guests that I am blessed to connect with are constantly exposing me to new things. And it's not unusual to 
have some little things going on behind the scenes, such as with Sally generously, you know, can I do this type of thing? You know, sometimes that type of thing will happen too. So I'm not in a vacuum. You know, it's not like, okay, here I'm in my vacuum tube and Sally is now working on me and that's the only thing going on. You know, it's like there's always stuff there. I'm always like learning stuff, watching things, finding out new information and doing work. Either I'm doing work on myself or kind of interacting with other people and stuff like that. But all of that to say that it's all of it. And so it's not to discount the other stuff that's going on or, you know, but it's all in the divine timing when things come in where it's it seems I mean, it seems like divine timing every time I hear from Sally where she, you know, flows so perfectly, so perfectly dovetails into other things going on with me and in my life, too. So it's it's such a blessing to have and to watch for those things that are coming in. I mean, just today I was looking at somebody's website about sound healing. And for just to see if there was something that I was thinking about purchasing and I decided not to. And then I got an email from somebody in Australia who I don't know personally, but and they happened to mention this very woman whose website I had just been on and the book that they were reading. And it had they had no idea that I had just looked at. And I don't I only just found out about this woman like two weeks or, you know. Yeah, I think I watched the first like one YouTube video like a week or two ago. So, and I was like, okay, and I'm looking for a book to read right now. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to read her book. But, you know, it's this whole, like, nothing, again, nothing's in a vacuum. You know, it's all kind of, we're all have the ability to be these conduits for what somebody is needing to get or hear at that time. So, so that's really beautiful and amazing, though, that it did just so happen to be in that window when you didn't have a lot of interaction with your mentor and so forth. Would you like to share anything, Lorinda, about, because I know I'm remembering Sally kind of sharing some things that maybe came up during some readings that you were, that you were conducting. So as this stuff was kind of kicking in, is there anything that, that you'd want to share about your experiences from that? Absolutely. So one of my favorites, this triggered a phone call with Sally. I call it my acquaintance moment. Sally loves this story. Is that I was doing, I have a big presence on TikTok as far as doing free readings and stuff like that for people. And I just popped into mediumship. And Sally had been doing work on me. We had just, we had just gone through the process of acti- activating that. I think it was the last DNA strand that I was allowed to activate for now. Mm-hmm. And I was as far as I could go. But I knew that there had been like a level up because I had gone through a day where I actually had been sick. And when that happens, that's because it's unexplainable and there's no, like, why am I sick? I'm not running a fever. It just, it was weird. That and something it was, gone. was releasing? Yes. Oh. oh, yes. Things were releasing and leaving my body. And so we realized like, I'm just going to let this play out. But then that very same week, I had this interaction on TikTok and I had a spirit come in, connected with the person we figured out who it was for and just really when I did mediumship well did I used to I would get symbols spirit would use my life uh, experiences to get me to say certain words 
So I would always call it HIPAA, like it's the spirit HIPAA laws. That way I'm not seeing your life and there's an element of privacy. So people, because people are afraid, they're like, I'm not going to have you read me because I don't want you to see the things. So spirit just gives me a lot of symbology and it's been a really long, long road to get there. Not this time. I still got the symbology, but all of a sudden I'm hearing my clear audience, not something I typically do. I was feeling, I was seeing imagery of this specific person. It wasn't a situation I'd been through to get me to say something. The evidence was so specific. Like for this particular person, it was, it was all, of, I was like, all right, Gigi, I'm hearing Gigi, I'm getting names, which sometimes that's a hit or miss. I'll get names sometimes. But I was like, Gigi. And like, oh yeah, that's my aunt. She, that was her name. And I was like, I'm hearing something about Italian, but I'm also hearing like Irish. So now I'm confused. And she's like, oh yes, she was Irish, married to an Italian. Really? Wow. Oh, it gets better. Then I'm like, well, they're showing me curtains, like actual curtains, but I'm also hearing, you better watch it. It's going to be coitons. And I was like, it's almost like a mafia, like coitons. And she goes, funny, you should say that. Irish aunt, Italian husband was in the Italian mafia and was unalived by the Italian mafia. Wow. And she also sewed curtains. Really? Not even making this up. I mean, wow. oh, what? That's amazing. And I got this on video, thank goodness. I was able to save that, this whole interaction. And there were just so many other little things, but it was also the amount of energy surging through my body at a much higher rate than normal. And I think that's where I really noticed the difference was, yeah, it wasn't just I was on point. You, I yeah, was doing my- I was on fire uh-uh. that day. I was on fire. Yeah. I mean, it was fire. It was amazing. But yeah, I knew it was coming. I would always attack. I mean, I've always gone through spirit for these messages. That didn't change, but the channels were unobstructed. Yeah. They really were. They really were. And what's, okay, this is also really crazy. Just recently, since we've been doing this, that last strand that I was allowed to have, I'd never seen spirits. Matter of fact, I didn't realize I was a medium. I thought I was not a medium. I was just really intuitive because I couldn't see the dead people. I thought you had to physically see them. And somebody else was like, that's not how it works. I mean, for some, clairvoyant, but yeah, different. But everybody's different. And so I was like, oh, okay. So I let that go. Well, in the last, as well, probably the last six weeks, two months, I'm seeing, like when I'm doing readings, I'm seeing not just shadows, but light. And they feel like either angelic or they feel like a spirit to the point where, again, I am Monday before magical. I went to my eye doctor and I said, okay, I'm approaching 52. I'm seeing things. I need you to do a full on and make sure there's no that I'm not just that there's something physical going on Uh so I go he was like yeah actually your eyes have improved wow and I've seen every time I do a reading not just in the camera when I do virtual readings physically seeing spirits seeing the light that the spirits put out and that has been that has been quite the, that's been quite the journey so far. And so that's still new. I'm still getting my mind around it, still developing that. 
but it was seriously once we cleared out this energy, I've allowed it to flow through. I don't let my ego get in the way with it, but fear of what if I'm wrong? I just let it happen. And spirit keeps taking me back to remember that thing back there. That's where it's happening. And they just bring my attention to it when I'm like, this is cool. They're like, yeah, it isn't it. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, it's so fascinating to hear you talking about some of the things that you chose to bring up, because I know we're trying to get this into like this container of time. And so I'm sure you're leaving like a ton of things out. So it's like the things that you've cherry picked to share today are so aligned with, you know, Sally, I know, knows that I'll have these, I guess, mystical experiences sometimes when I'm drifting to sleep. So Sally talked about the that's really fruitful time between falling asleep and waking up. And sometimes when I'm in that whatever brainwave state that we, you know, that I enter into in that particular time, sometimes I will have multidimensional experiences where I'm seeing like patterns and geometries and colors and and that actually happened last night, probably not coincidentally, but it doesn't happen all the time. It happens less often. It doesn't happen more often than it happens, if that makes sense. And there are certain times where it can happen like a lot of days or nights in a row. We are recording this during the solstice, so the energy is very vibrant right now anyway. So I'm sure that, again, it's not just one thing. But I'm sure also like us all being in each other's fields, preparing for today, contributed to it too. But I'm not a medium and I don't consider myself psychic. I'll get hits on things and the synchronicities and so forth, but, but I would not label myself as psychic. But I ha I, and I don't really, my clairvoyance, I can see, I'll see colors. I'll see like when you were talking about the things in the field, like the lights, the movements, you know, kind of in the field of vision, I'll have that too. But I don't really see form. It's very rare in these experiences that I see a form where I'm like, oh, my team, this is what they look like. This is, I'll see again, like geometries and things like that, but not like form. But in those heightened states, I also, my hearing improves greatly where I start to hear things and it's not necessarily like sometimes it's my, even my neighbor's tv who and i live in a house a standalone house so it's like not like i even share a wall with them but i can hear enough to know that it's television which i'm every time i'm like if i tried really hard and i wasn't in this state could i hear that you know i i'm always kind of curious but and then i'll hear things just within my own being that i'm not necessarily usually attuned to but Last night in particular, I was, again, not really seeing very well like form, but having this understanding of the psychic ability where it does come in and like how you can get hits on something and you can see like how somebody would see curtain and then just communicate like, okay, curtain. And they're just like picking up. I don't know. It's hard for me to explain. But I could see it in this inexperiential way and in very close to what you were just describing of how that was coming in for you. I had this new understanding of like, oh, it shows up in this way for that person. And then and it almost like 
made it seem a lot easier than I had expected it to be any other time. Not like it's a, oh, anybody can do this and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, oh, when you, when those gifts turn on for somebody, it's just a matter of going like, oh, this is what I'm seeing. And then you just say it, you know what I mean? Rather than like, okay, let me feel into this. And like, if I were to try to, like, if you're trying to do it and it's like, okay, let me see, what do I feel? What am I, you know, and you're really like trying to tune in rather than it just showing up and you just say what's there. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but it was this really interesting kind of glimpse into what that is like for people who have those sorts of skills. And then here we are a few hours later and you're just like reflecting that back to me, which is beautiful. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful how spirit will just confirm things without you really asking for it? Yeah. It just flows in. And wouldn't you say when you were having those experiences, it's cool. It's good to know that like Sally's been doing this work on you also. It's yeah. like, the reason I can say I knew the difference was not because my brain was like, that was cool. My body knew mm. vibrationally. So I just, it wasn't that I believed what was happening. It was, I knew what was happening. Yes. And it was just a different connection, a different flow. And whether I'm doing the QHHT, BQHA, the hypnosis with clients, or whether I'm doing readings, this has truly been a game changer for me. And again, I, Sally will tell you, I am like, I'm a skeptic. I am a skeptic. And I'd be like, all right, Sally, back down on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. We need to, we need to, science. Let's do some science. <laughs> and every time it would just, I'd be making that, you got a minute, we got to talk about this. Yeah. And, but you're right. You could, it, it, when the, it comes in and you know it's different because you feel it. But yeah. wouldn't you say it was? It's hard to describe, but you feel it. Yeah, yeah. But you did a great job describing mm -hmm. it, so I really appreciate you sharing that. And one other thing that you mentioned that I resonated with so much is when you were saying that she'd done these clearings of your energy, and then you had physical symptoms. And many listeners of this show know that I'm on a health journey with my daughter, and Sally has very graciously been doing some energy work to help my daughter with that. And I just got a, a call from her one day and she was like, hey, I'm moving some energy on your daughter. And this is what it was showing. And I cleared it out. But she, I want you to know that over the next few days, she may, may develop some physical symptoms that would be like this. And she described, you know, basically a cold. And literally within that day, I mean, within like, I don't know, an hour, two hours, half a day, I can't remember. But my daughter is like sniffling. She's got a sore throat. And I'm like, okay, it's, you know, we're, it's not the fall. It's not like a typical cold season. There's not stuff going around that everybody has. And she doesn't really get sick very easily. And here she is like, my throat's scratchy and I have to blow my nose. And I'm like, interesting. And she doesn't know. I haven't told her, you know, about the work that Sally's been doing. So there was no like expectation on her part. So I'm like, do you now? How about that? Isn't that something? Yeah. All right. I feel like I need to say something here before Please. the pitchforks come out and people are like, oh my God, she's got this <laughs> demonic thing happening with her. It's not like that at all. So when we do multidimensional healing, 
we're looking in the mind, the body, and the spirit complex, and we're looking for sources of the dis-ease and the discomfort. And so when you find viral energies that are running under the surface, they have to break loose. And so it is just through attention and intention is to release those viral energies. And when that happens, it begins to die off. And then the die off is what produces the flu-like symptoms. But I also want to kind of recap kind of what you both said. Well, Kara, what you said in that, you know, I'm not psychic. I'm not this. My question is to you, why do you have a limiting belief? Because from my experience in doing this work, we all have this. It's not that Sally has special juju that can turn on the DNA strands. You can do it. Lorinda can do it. Anybody listening can do it. All I've done is sat with it for seven years, tried to figure it out. And I'm happy to show people how to do that. But everyone is a superhuman. We just don't know it. And sometimes it takes us getting out of our own way our own limiting beliefs. I'm not that. My question to anybody saying that to themselves is, why not? Mm. Yeah, I love that. And that's a great clarification. I guess from my own perspective, it's not something that just shows up in my day the way that other people may. Or if, you've, if you have like consciously developed those skills intentionally, I haven't gone through that process of directing my attention in that way. But and again, like I do have enough hits where I'm like, okay, I know that I'm tapped into something for sure. But I guess I wouldn't go as far as to say like, oh, I'm clairvoyant or I'm clairaudient. I am in some situations, but it definitely comes and goes and it goes more than it comes. <laughs> and, and I can't really like turn it on. I surprise myself with what, I believe it can you know I mean? when you get to the point of choosing it. And I think that's true of all of us. We yeah. can choose to, maybe we're not ready. Maybe we don't want to see everything for whatever reasons. Maybe it protects us by not seeing it. I had a client that I'm working with right now is in one respect, she was asking for truth. I just need to see truth. And today she emailed me and she goes, why did I have to see this? This was so ugly and I could have just stayed in my state of not knowing and would have been better. Well, before we started working, she already asked God, source, universe, whatever, infinite mind, show me the truth. Okay, here it is. And now you got it. And now she's like, oh, when did I see that? So when you go on this journey, and this is why I think Lorinda tapped into it, especially when I held her down in the fatal level, is nope, she's not ready. So every, it's, everybody's on their own journey. And if you decide it's time to see it, when you are like, am I okay seeing the ugly? And you're like, oh yeah, bring it. Then you'll see it. And, you're, and even if you're not ready, but just the point I guess I'm trying to make is make sure you are ready. Because mm -hmm. when you ask for it and you become aligned to it, you're going to be given what you're asking for, good or bad, unless you define what that is what parameters you want to create for yourself. And I think Lorinda actually talked about that rather well. She's like, make sure that you are asking when you are ready. Because in the asking of, you may or may not like what you see in the mirror. And you have to be prepared for that. 
Mm-hmm. And when you are saying, you know what, it's time for me to look at the ugly and say, yep, that's me. Then it's time. Am I ready to let it go? Or is there something I need to learn from this? And so we're all kind of going in our own pace and we'll all get there to wherever there is when we're all ready to get there. But isn't it nice that we now have access to this information, this infinite mind that we all can understand when we are ready, we can now call upon it. But again, it's being prepared. Are you ready for the next part of this journey? That's well, I think so that beautiful. Oh, yeah. ahead, and Marina. I think that's super important to also another taking that a little step further is I know that I've known from a young age, but just didn't know how or what, how it was going to play out. I've always known and been fascinated with the paranormal, with mediumship, with talking to the dead people, whatever. And, but that is part of my path. We are all wired to receive information. We are all wired to do this. So Sally's saying, you have the ability to ignite the superhuman. Here's the thing. You have to be ready. I was in a place vibrationally that I was ready to receive this. Well, I tell you what, though, I had to face some things. When we were clearing out energy, there was stuff that came up. I'm like, oh, wow, that's, so that's there. Okay. But I, I was in a place where I was willing and able and had a support system to work through that. Not everybody comes here it, as we know through QHHD, what's my purpose? To be a pastor, to do the da 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 da, to do this, 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 or to be a gardener, to do. We may not come here in this lifetime with the path of, I'm going to be a full blown medium and spiritual worker. We may in the back of our minds know, but just because we're wired for it doesn't mean that this is the lifetime that we want to tap into it. You have to be prepared to face the root cause of everything that's standing in your way you have to re- you have to be willing to take on that the anchor points the things that are sticking to you that that are the ugliness that kind of stores in the body the negativity you have to be willing to go through the process of clearing that out otherwise spirit's not going to allow you to do any of this there is no magic button there is no magic pill sally's not going to do her thing over here and all of a sudden you're a magical being that's a medium. That's not mm. how it works. You can improve your life. You can be more in tune, but it, you have to be ready. You have to be ready to face those things. And if you're not ready, your team, your spirit team, whether you've met them or not, is irrelevant. They're not going to allow that clearing of the, or the activation of the DNA that strands uh, that give you more clarity because you're not ready. Yeah. It's not for your greatest and highest good. Yeah, I love that. And one thing to just add to that is the working on our neutrality is so important as well of just allowing things to be what they are. So as these sort of shadows kind of come up and things that we don't necessarily want to be consciously aware of, and we go through this evolution of our own soul on our own journey, things will, just like you both said so beautifully, things will come up that need to be addressed. They need to be released. They need to be seen and accepted so that they can be released. And it can be hard, but it's so much harder when we're holding on to that judgment and that good or bad or like that's scary, that's 
okay, I'm ashamed of this. I'm okay with that. I'm proud of that. Or, I'm, you know, and it's like, if we can just hold things and learn, and that's a learning, it's a practice of that neutrality of just saying, okay, there is just what is. And if I can just be okay and trust, I mean, that huge trust that goes into there are, there's divine intelligence that's helping and guiding and that I am, that can help us so much in order to be able to continue to move through because we're not so like, that's bad. I'm ashamed. I'm afraid. I'm whatever. Which is what I do on a daily basis when I'm working with my clients because so many times people do have a struggle with moving out trapped old emotional energies. Those energetic walls we put around our heart. It is so important that we clear the old baggage out or what how I like to say is let's it's clean up the engine. Get the engine so it's working more in a, in the way it's supposed to. So you can then better now adapt and adopt the things you need to do moving forward. So when I tune in to somebody, there might be some old trapped wounds. And Lorinda had many of them herself in that she she was even of the mind, I've dealt with that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, we're going to mend this energy today. And then she'll be like, ooh, that was ugly. And that's just because we dislodged it. And as we dislodged it, it bubbled up and just like, whoa, you know, for a few minutes. And which I tell my clients, when you get there, just be with it, sit with it, allow it to go. Even if you have to go lay down and take a nap to allow it to go. Because once we dislodge that energy, it's going. And you don't want to be in a state of resistance. Because anytime you're in a state of resistance, you're suppressing it. So you need to be in a state of non-resistance or that neutrality to allow it to go out. Because when you fight something, when you're trying to tap it down, you're actually making it take longer for the dispersion of it. And to let what Lorena was also saying is that I'm ready for it, meaning that she knew that when I started moving this old stuff out, she might feel bad. She might be more emotional. And all these other things could potentially happen. And when they did, and she was reminded, oh, I thought I dealt with that. Oh, and then she kind of, she just went off and got into her zone to allow it to go out. Then she shifted a whole lot quicker than if she's like, nope, this is not me and been in denial. And it really right. comes down to that. The universe is basically ones and zeros. You are either in resistance or non-resistance. And if you want to level up quickly, Let's remove those trapped emotional energies that no longer serve you, that you've held on to, and we can move those out pretty quickly. Once those are gone, then we can begin the journey of now what do we do? What do we fill into our minds? Because if we're not careful about what we put into our minds, we're going to be doomed to repeat the old patterns, which is very easy to do. And then you're in that constant cycle of what next do I need to heal? What next? You don't have to go looking for it. Just allow it to be and allow the universe, instead of you trying to control your manifesting the universe, it's time to allow yourself to go into neutral and allow the universe to manifest you. And that's where it comes down to removing the trapped emotional energy, creating a new narrative in your mind that creates new emotions, then begins to create a new world for you. 
a new life experience. And that's why at the end of the day, my tagline is igniting the superhuman in you. Mm. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you both so much for being here. Can we take a minute just so that you can let people know how to contact you because you're both doing amazing work and I know people are going to want to reach out to you. So Sally, can you start? Absolutely. And again, thank you for having us. And we are so grateful for this platform and your audience. And the other thing I would like to also say is that it's been a joy connecting with you and your family. And for those who haven't had the opportunity connecting with Kara's energy, let me tell you, it was mind blowing. I think I called you up one day and said, oh my gosh, you are like this fifth dimensional being. It's just like, you are so up there and it's such a beautiful energy. Oh, so with that, you thank so you. Much, Sally. But yeah, reach out to me at sallynop.com. It is my name.com and you can find me there. You can text me, always text me because I'm on the phone all day, most of the days. And so texting me is the best way. Or you can email me at sallynop at gmail.com. And it's not Sally Knopp, even though it's K-N-O-P-P. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So S-A-L-L-Y-K-N-O-P-P at Gmail, was it? Uh-huh. At or Gmail. Or dot com. So, yep. Or dot com. Okay. Wonderful. And Lorenda? Well, again, following Sally here. Thank you so much for giving us this platform and a way to help educate people and inspire people. It's much appreciated. Sure. You can find me at spiritmessagesfromtheotherside.com and all contact, everything, contact. You can see everything that I do between mediumship and the, the hypnosis and all the modalities of things that I do are on my website. I'm also on all the socials. My favorite place to hang out is TikTok. <laughs> and in that... I found a really great community there and I and do so a lot of what free is your, is it tag? It's at, yep, Lorenda underscore car underscore medium. And you want to make sure I've got about five screenshot pages of scammers that pretend to be me. Just make sure it's me. Uh, and it's car have. with two R's. Two R's. Okay. Yep. And so, but again, all those things are even on my website. You can just click on, I try to make it super easy. Awesome. Super easy. Yeah. Wonderful. So, well, so thank, thank you. you. Thank you both so much. This has been so much fun. And I've been looking forward to this all week. And uh, you'll have to come back on again soon. Wonderful. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Who knows where we'll be ending up next? That's going to be the interesting thing. I know. So I know. Like on fire when it comes to this stuff now. I know. Well, I guess we have to wait for your next up level for both of you. So I'll see you, what, this afternoon? We'll see you like in five could hours be. or something <laughs> five minutes, you know. i mean is, right. is summer solstice we could all be leveling up today you never know that's right absolutely well thank you again so much what a joy to be with you both thank you thank you i hope you enjoyed this episode i'd love to ask you for one quick favor and that's to share this episode with one person who you think will benefit from it let them know you're thinking about them by sharing this episode with them right now Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.